Hello, everyone. This is Brian Zimmerman with Becker's Healthcare. Thank you for tuning into the Becker's Healthcare podcast series. Today, we'll discuss how to use AI to optimize labor costs. And for that discussion, we are joined by David Salvador, Director of Data Science at CareRev, and Preston Zivko, Engineering Manager of Machine Learning at CareRev. David, Preston, thank you so much for being here today. Thank Thanks you for, thank having, you for us. having us. Right, so, so let, let's go ahead and dive in here. Um, the, the first question I have, uh, David, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put to you. Can you talk a little bit about how you see uh, artificial intelligence in terms of its importance in be, uh, in, in healthcare staffing? Um, how, how important is AI becoming in healthcare staffing and how does it really work? Uh, that, that's actually a really good question, Brian. Um, I think what people need to realize when it comes to AI is that it starts with data. And healthcare is very data-driven. For example, the healthcare industry uses data on patient quality and safety and how medicine is administered. However, when it comes to staffing, it has been traditionally based on averages. Uh, What we found in working with healthcare systems and facilities is that uh, the data on CareRev's platform around staffing has given them access to insights unlike ever before. And that informs their workforce planning strategies. Uh, AI, just like other technologies, is best used in places where inefficiencies occur and can help automate repetitive tasks like choosing when a shift should be scheduled or how often it should be scheduled. AI uses past experiences to learn roles to make decisions on tasks that benefit the user. Also, uh, AI will help healthcare become more data-driven by automating repetitive tasks and making more proactive decisions automatically which is a significant need that most of our customers are requesting. Um, KREV's AI can find the best professionals for posted shifts and assist in automating the posting shift process. Uh, Here at KREV, we have models that will look at the supply and the demand of our facilities and provide an optimized price for both the facilities and the professionals. This is advantageous for our healthcare facilities as it allows them to optimize their resource allocation where the resources are needed most. Excellent. And David, I want to build on that a little bit. And and can you talk about how uh, machine learning factors in here specifically and how that technology is able to really seamlessly integrate between healthcare professionals, facilities, and systems, which is so important for for healthcare operations today, correct? Yes, yes, you you are correct. I think what people realize and um, what they're starting to know is uh, machine learning technology has been known to be challenging to create and very challenging to deploy successfully. Uh, Here at CareRev, we understand this, so we use common, repeatable, and resilient frameworks that most websites use. Uh, We use something called REST APIs, and if you don't know what that is, uh, these are kind of like connection points that allow internal and external systems to retrieve the decisions of our machine learning models and return those results to the end user. That's a great point, David. Um, I just would also want to add on to that, that at the end of the day, like you said at the beginning, it's it's all about the data. Um, as you pointed out, healthcare professionals, facilities, systems, these are all uh, very data heavy, and we really just enjoy the opportunity to dig around and uh, be a point of connection and optimization for them. Appreciate the, the hook on there, Preston. And, and Preston, I want to turn to you now with, with the next question, which is, you know, AI, it, it can be sort of a loaded term uh, in a lot of ways. Uh, I, I, I imagine it 
it conjures up a lot of preconceived notions in, in folks when, when people hear that. I'm curious if you can speak to a, a common myth about AI and machine learning and what you've heard from within the healthcare industry about why there may be hesitations for adopting AI machine learning when, when really trying to identify workforce strategies that these technologies can truly benefit. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, preconceived notions for AI, all good things, right? Just it's going to save everything. Um, no, I, I'll start with the latter part of that, um, the hesitations. I love that you've asked this question because it's one that we on the machine learning team have spent a lot of time discussing and we've really made it a core of the way that we are approaching the problems that we're trying to solve. Um, I think the majority of hesitation in adopting AI solutions um, and the preconceived notions that they're coming from comes down to two main areas of concern. The first is that having an AI solution means you're going to wind up with something that's opaque, what they'll call a black box decision. So that essentially you don't get to see into what's going on within the AI part of that uh, solution. And then the second part of that is that all but inevitably you will wind up with a solution that has some sort of unfortunate and damaging bias in it. Um, I think these are very fair reasons to hesitate because we have seen that time and again at any level of scale and industry. Um, but there is a myth to it that sort of turns this around into a good thing. Um, the myth is that it is not something that is foregone. It does not have to be this way. Um, there are steps that we can take to avoid AI solutions that are opaque and that are riddled with bias. So dispelling this myth by addressing these concerns is something we take very seriously. And we have from the start of designing our machine learning offerings. Essentially what I'm talking about is being responsible in our use of AI, developing our products in a way that benefit not only our customers, but the healthcare system as a whole. This means committing to building models that we can explain, not just to technical audiences, but to the people and the business partners and the clients that they affect and constantly considering those same groups when we're making decisions about how to build our algorithms. This is a tall order and one that requires ongoing commitment. You're never done with a completely perpetually responsible AI system, um, but it is one that we feel is very important and we're committed to, and that's why we are such enthusiastic members of the Responsible Artificial Intelligence Institute. Um, we've been members with them for over six months, and we have really been appreciative of the work they put into creating a consolidated framework for implementing responsible AI practices and a community space for like-minded organizations to grow together in a constantly changing landscape of regulatory measure and best practices. More broadly, AI in the healthcare industry is seen as a new technology. And just like any new technology, users need to learn how to use it before they can take full advantage of it. We get around this by working closely with the customers to hear their feedback about the technology we develop. And that continuity of communication is vital for any new technology that we create here at Carev. And I was struck by something in your answer there, Preston, about sort of making sure the the communication is clear uh, across like what this is going to do. And it's it's not just for a technical audience, right, to, to anybody. Um, a quick follow for you, if, if you're game. Do you think that's really important for your partners to hear too from you in terms of 
uh, being able to succinctly talk about this stuff because they're going to have to do the same thing with, with their staff, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. I think that it's, we've wound up in this situation where AI is almost a mystical level of something that no one really knows except the people that come in talking about AI. And not only, I think that is the biggest challenge that we face, not that we don't want to come in and enthusiastically explain everything. Um, and we really do see it as our job to meet our explanations, to adjust our explanations to the context and the level of technological um, framework and language that they're used to. And the challenge there is that we're sort of in the minority on that. Um, you will see a increasing um, discussion of responsible and ethical use of AI. And it always centers on that, on making sure that you are connecting your solutions to the people that you're providing them to and to the people that they're affecting. Um, but it, it's it's still a growing area and very much something that we're very proud to make a center point of how we're providing our solutions. Appreciate you going a bit deeper there, Preston. I wanna uh, shift now and talk specifically about labor costs and, and shift coverage as well, because those of course go hand in hand. Uh, I'm curious how, how CareRev is able to sort of meet staffing demands without increasing overall labor costs. Can you speak to that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's magic. <laughs> of course, not quite. Um, it is really a question of optimization. So our smart rates feature uses AI to optimize the shift rates based on the facility's staffing coverage needs. It draws from the health systems trending economic and performance data and wider market data overall. And then it adjusts wages automatically, allowing them to set their budget spend by specifying minimum and maximum rates at the specialty level, and then allowing their shifts to be filled at lower rates when there is predicted to be a high demand for filling the shifts by professionals and raising the prices when we predict that there will be a harder time filling those shifts because of low demand from professionals. Because AI in smart rates automatically and accurately sets the per diem shift rates based on market fluctuations, facilities can optimize budget allocation to achieve the desired fill rate. And therefore they can reach cost-effective cost coverage under budget while meeting staffing demands. So underpinning all of this, as, as sort of David pointed out and Preston, you as well, is, is data, right? Um, it, it, so I'm curious, Preston, if you can talk about, you know, outside of optimizing labor costs, what are the other competitive advantages here of really taking a, a data-driven, data-centric approach to, to staffing? Yeah, absolutely. Um, as you pointed out that we pointed out, data really is at the center of this. So what we've really taken um, to having a focus of the value that we're providing beyond just optimizing costs is using our connection to the data from the various parts of the system to facilitate the sort of conversation that's happening among the groups. By using data-driven approaches and AI technology, facilities eliminate the guesswork and reduce the manual labor required to manage and adjust shift rates according to fluctuating professional demand. More time, therefore, uh, can be dedicated to patient care instead of managing shift pricing. As mentioned before, using AI algorithms, facilities can customize outcomes to maximize their staffing budget 
and know that the decisions are based on data, giving them access to insights unlike ever before that inform their workforce planning strategies. The value of being data-driven is that it enables you to make better decisions with digital information that you have access to or can get access to at a level of accuracy and speed that would be all but impossible for humans to be able to do. It helps facilities identify the most efficient way to allocate their resources and to make proactive decisions to gain strategic advantage in the market. While AI implementation comes with a certain amount of work, the benefits far outweigh the beginning efforts that it takes. AI helps with attracting and retaining professionals, facilities sufficiently meet their staffing needs, reduce burnout amongst their professionals, and offer more flexibility to attract top talent. Uh, so, so, David, I want to circle back to you for this final question here. Um, what, what advice would you give to someone considering adding AI and ML to their staffing solutions? Are there any helpful resources you could share or, or specific recommendations you could give to folks listening to this right now? Going off the theme of what Preston mentioned earlier and what you mentioned, Brian, is is um, data. You know, AI really needs data to be functional and to pro- provide value. Uh, the value of data has surpassed the value of oil and grows exponentially in volume, variety, and velocity. Uh, AI can look at the vast amount of data to provide insights more efficiently and effective, effectively than people can. And it's important to begin learning more about AI sooner than later. There is a great book that we sometimes recommend to our partners that we, uh, we've read and we think it can provide a lot of value and understanding. Um, how AI can really help your systems. The book's called Artificial Intelligence in Healthcare, AI, Machine Learning, and Deep Intelligent Medicine, Simplified for Everyone. It really is a great guide in exploring the benefits of AI in the healthcare industry. So if you look at the book online in Amazon or through Audible, you see you know, it's 600 pages or it's 18 hours of content. You're like, David, I, I don't have time to, to read all that. Uh, what we suggest you to do is read the first three chapters, and you can really see how AI can bring value to the healthcare system. And what it'll probably do is motivate you to read the rest of the chapters. And so we we recommend this book. Perfect. I appreciate you sharing that that resource with our audience and, and the, the 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 hack there about reading the first three chapters, and hopefully that that entices folks to continue. Preston, David, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks very much, Brian. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Brian. We also want to thank our podcast sponsor, CareRev. You can tune to more podcasts from Becker's Healthcare by visiting our podcast page at beckershospitalreview.com slash podcast.